What has Finance Isle of Man ever done for us? Well, it's supporting the banking sector, I suppose, and then there's insurance, pensions, financial services, and actually the industries it supports produce 42% of Manx economic activity. On agenda tonight, Simon Pickering unlocks the mysteries of the largely overlooked but highly significant role his agency plays in supporting this hugely important realm of Manx business. But apart from banking, insurance, pensions, fiduciaries, and a massive economic output, what has Finance Isle of Man ever done for us? Simon Pickering is Head of Insurance and Pensions at Finance Isle of Man. A press release arrived uh, in, in, in the Manx Radio newsroom inbox, and I looked at this and I thought, I don't really understand what this means, but it was from Finance Isle of Man, and I thought, well, Finance Isle of Man, it probably means it's something quite important. So I thought, let's have Finance Isle of Man along and have a bit of a chat. So uh, first of all, uh, Simon, I mean, what is Finance Isle of Man for the uninitiated? Yes, uh, thank you, Phil, and delighted to be here today. Um, Finance Isle of Man was uh, was set up about three and a half years ago now, following a review of what was the Department of Economic Development. That department morphed into the Department for Enterprise, and at that stage, uh, it was decided we would set up four executive agencies: so finance, digital, business, and visit. Um, each of those four agencies would have um, an executive chair from outside of government and would have a, a board of uh, professional people from each of those individual sort of sectors. So the finance agency very much looks after financial services, banking, insurance, pension, funds and, and professional services. Um, and it's worked very well Um they concentrate on what we call the uh, the three P's, which is promotion, uh, product, and policy. And uh, as I said, it's it's made up of private sector individuals, um, as as well as uh, government representatives. But it's really the concept was for private sector to to drive forward the work of the Department for Enterprise. And and this effectively, the whole idea of of these boards was a. Uh um, the, the, to, to try and deliver the elusive public-private partnership, which government has often talked about as being a good idea, and indeed the private sector often talks about as a good idea, but it's it's not always been easy to deliver. So, so how 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 is the, the this this new structure within the department? How's how's it working? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, we we've always uh, believed we've had a strong private sector uh, partnership, and in the eight and a half years I've been. With the departments, I, I think we have, but the this has sort of uh, accelerated it, uh, formalised it, and given some some structure to to the planning of, of um, how we promote ourselves to the world and and any ideas that that we come up with, um, and obviously we've got some some exciting um, ideas at this very moment. And and effectively, uh, you know, t- trying to to, to make this break this down into as simplistic terms as we can and then you know, hopefully we'll get into a bit more depth as, as the interview goes on if effectively then finance isle of man is there to sell the isle of man to to prospective um, companies organizations that may wish to come and do business on the island um but also presumably it has a role in supporting the business that's here already absolutely yes it's uh, it's it's predominantly 
um, to assist the incumbent businesses here to grow organically. You know, what what can we do to, to help? Um, so, for instance, we've got a roundtable next week with some of our major employers uh, to talk about vacancies and, and skills because, obviously, um, one of the, the problems we've got at the moment is our very low uh, unemployment rate. Um, so companies are having issues in, in, in filling vacancies in some areas. So, yeah, ab- absolutely, first and foremost, um, how can we support and assist those businesses that are already r- operating here? Um, the second part of it, as you quite rightly said, is how, how can we grow the economically active uh, working population, attract more businesses to the island uh, to ensure that we um, continue to be as diversified as, as we can be. So that's where the promotional aspect comes in, uh, dealing uh, with uh, entities and associations out, outside of the island. And, and what would you say are the biggest hurdles uh, that uh it, well, let, let's start with current business, business on the island. Um, what, what are the biggest hurdles that they have? Uh, what, what, what are the, the oft-stated concerns that, that, that they give to Finance Island Man? Yes, well, we, we, we did get some, uh, some market intelligence um, at an event we had at the Manx Museum about five months ago uh, where we used the, the Slido system to, to ask over 100 professional people in the room, you know, where, where, where are the, the problems? Uh, and skills is, is certainly one of those um, that, that, that sort of came out top. Um, the increase in cost of compliance was another one, um, but they do realise that you know um, compliance is important. Compliance is what attracts business to the Isle of Man, and having a a, a pragmatic uh, regulator that's you know renowned throughout throughout the world in the uh, Financial Services Authority is, is, is key to that. So, yeah, va- vacancies and skills is, is, is paramount. And, of course, anyone who knows anything about economics will know that um, if you can manage to in- increase the uh, the productive out- output of, of your um, workforce, uh, you're generally going to do a, a lot better economically. So, so what uh, what are the solutions then to the the uh, perceived or, or the, the the skills uh, shortage? Uh, you know, are, are there on island solutions? Because you know, there must be lots of people working in relatively low paid jobs who, with the right training, could potentially uh, come into the uh, in, in, into the, the the higher paid workforce. Absolutely, and um, you know, financial services and professional services is is uh, still around about. 42% of our GDP, so that you know, there's a, there's a workforce of around 10,000 people at the moment. Um, but yeah, the, the, there's some initiatives we're looking at around uh, upskilling and reskilling of, of people that perhaps may be in lower paid jobs at the moment to bring them into not just financial services but digital services as well. Um, one initiative we're working on is with a, a company called Code Clan, they're based in Edinburgh. They do a um, a fast uh, boot camp over a period of, of uh, sort of twelve weeks, where they will um, reskill individuals into um, becoming data analysts, programmers, coders. Eighty six percent of the people that go through their courses then walk into jobs with their sort of partner companies, which might be. Scottish Widows in Scotland or Lloyds Bank. So we're looking to replicate that course in the Isle of Man early 2023. 
Um, there are one or two other initiatives at the moment which are um, not not quite ready to announce but uh, are quite exciting. Um, but this round table next week is quite important because um, we will get to hear firsthand from the companies themselves where their, where their problems sit at this time. You're listening to Simon Pickering, Head of Insurance and Pensions at Finance Isle of Man. We'll carry on this this, this bit of the conversation, but uh, I, I, I don't want to miss out on on the, the press release that uh, that prompted this discussion. And uh, as I say, I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't class myself as a, a particularly stupid person. Maybe listeners may have a different view. I'm also not a, not an expert on on how uh, the, the the whole financial system or the finance sector uh, works on the Isle of Man. So, um, th- there was some exciting news in the uh, in the press release. But uh, is it possible that you could uh, maybe tr- translate some of the language because there were there were all sorts of fancy uh, terminology uh, bits of jargon in there. So, so what exactly was being announced? Um, we actually had two. Um, exciting press releases within a period of about 10 days. Um, the first one uh, was around the signing of a memorandum of understanding with Fintech Scotland. Uh, we were introduced to Fintech Scotland last October. We held a joint event with them as part of the Fintech Scotland Festival, uh, which is a month-long festival every sort of September through to October. Uh, and we got on well. I mean, there's, there's a lot of synergies between... Scotland and the Isle of Man. Um, so we kept the relationship and the dialogue open um, and that led to the signing of a memorandum of understanding a few weeks ago. Uh, the idea of which is that we, you know, we sort of share ideas and good practice and we continue uh, dialogue. So Fintech Scotland itself is a, a non-governmental, not-for-profit association. They have about 160 fintech companies that are, are members but they're actually quite light on insure tech uh, companies within their association so and that's where we thought we could collaborate so let's have a have a bit of a definition break here fintech what 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 effect in, in essence is is a fintech company yeah fin, fintech is is quite broad um so it, it stands for financial technology um it's not new it's been around for for many many years um, but I suppose the use of it has been accelerated in, in recent times. Um, I'm, I'm no way at the, the cutting edge of technology, uh, Phil, but I, I now have an app on my, a banking app on my mobile here that opens up when I, when I look at it. So fa- facial ID recognition. Um, so it's, it's quite wide ranging, um, disruptive at times, you know, with the uh, digital banks, etc. Um but it's it's the um, it's the way forward. So disruptive. Tell us a bit more about what you mean by that. Well, if you if, if you look at companies like uh, Revolut uh, that millions of people are now using instead of uh, going to the high street bank to to, to make payments, um, you know that's that's why unfortunately a lot, of, a lot of branches are closing throughout throughout the UK and 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 here on the island um, so it's just faster ways of um, of moving money around that's that's how it started but um, fintech has developed into lots of subsectors um, so you've got reg tech you've got uh, health tech you've got um, insure tech um, which was the other 
announcement I think you're you're referring to. InsureTech obviously doesn't take a rocket science to work this one out, insurance uh, technology. Um, So that's obviously an area that uh, the Isle of Man has some level of expertise on. Uh, and um, that's why, presumably, um, FinTech Scotland were so keen to, to enter into the partnership. Absolutely, yes. So um, insurance is still our biggest um, single sector on the island. It's um, about 19% of our GDP, just over 2,000 people employed in that sector, and it's been established circa 40 years. So rather than trying to be all things to all men on day one with um, fintech, we thought, let's concentrate on what we're good at. Uh, can the Isle of Man become a centre of excellence for insuretech? Um, we have a, a number of uh, large uh, life and wealth management companies headquartered here. We've got a lot of um, professionalism and experience in, in this area. So we decided to go down the insuretech route first. Um, that's developed over the last two years. Uh, we uh, put together a working party of insurance specialists uh, that have given of their time and their their brain power. Um, we're now reaching a, a pivotal time in the project where we have partnered with um, a fintech incubation uh, company called F10. They're based in Zurich, and they are currently receiving. Um, a number of applications, I think the, the, the number yesterday was, was around 60. Um, we're going to evaluate and filter those businesses down to around about seven. Those seven businesses will then physically come to the Isle of Man at the end of September, and we're going to incubate them, mentor them, uh, have a series of masterclasses, introduce them to our businesses we already have here, and hopefully um, some business can be done um, in the insurtech space there. And for, for those who um, spend their lives in, in areas other than finance and insurance, um, what, what actually would this mean, uh, both in terms of their experience in, in buying and, and using insurance firms, but I suppose also the, on the bigger picture, what, what potentially could this mean for the Isle of Man and for the Manx economy? So perhaps if we start off with the, how would it in, impact on me? You know, I want to, I want to buy some new new house insurance or something. Um, how, how would how would uh, the, the, the sort of technology you're talking about assist? Um, speed is, is the main thing for the, for the underlying customer. So... Um, Travel insurance, for for instance, you know, you can you can very easily get a travel insurance um, uh, contract on on your mobile phone, and it it, it, it takes minutes. The um, the benefits to the Isle of Man I see as being threefold. Firstly, uh, and it's already happening, and you've picked up on it, is um, the press releases we've we've put out recently have given us an international reach. All of a sudden. The likes of FinTech Times and FinExtra and all these very large publications are getting in touch, hearing the noise, wanting to know what's the Isle of Man doing in this space. So very much putting us on the map, first and foremost. Um, secondly, the insuretech businesses that um, are coming to the Isle of Man next month, uh, we're hopeful will um, be able to uh, contract in due course with some of our existing insurance companies here to help them um, drive down costs uh, and 
um, speed up efficiencies uh, to give even even better sort of customer outcomes. Um, some of our insurance companies have, have already invested heavily in technology, um, but we're aware that you know there may, may be some gaps. So the the remit we've put out to F10 is to attract the right sort of insure tech business to to come here. Um, third uh, um, is obviously we would like some of these insure tech companies um, to enjoy their time here. They they're here for a week. Um, and hopefully consider, if there's business to be done, setting up a, a branch on the Isle of Man, which will then create new jobs and uh, grow the, the tax take. And, and, and in terms of the whole in insurance industry, I mean, you mentioned there uh, earlier in the interview that uh, it is one of the, the mainstays of the Manx economy now. Um, why do, I mean, the cynics will, will say it's it's purely about the, the, the tax, but there must be more to it than that, that uh, people come to the Isle of Man to set up uh, insurance businesses on the Isle of Man. But maybe you could explain uh, what, the, what what are the benefits? Yeah, it's, 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 it's quite complicated, but uh, a number of our large um, internationally focused insurance companies have, have established here uh, over, over many, many years. Um, the the areas that they receive their uh, their business from are a bit further from home, so one or two do a lot of business in the UK, um, but a lot of business is derived from the expatriate community um, in the Middle East, in the Far East, and uh, more so now in uh, also in uh, Latin America. So a great deal of business flows to the island from uh, from customers around the world so it's not really a domestic market um, but we are looking to grow the domestic insurtech uh, market as well on this journey I didn't hear a, a sort of direct answer to, to, to the question there I mean you mentioned that it was complicated um, you uh, you mentioned what you hope to, to, to achieve but uh, is it something about the regulation that, that on the island that attracts people is um, you know can, can you ex expand a little bit on it's complicated yeah um, so absolutely the, the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority is, is renowned uh, and has a lot of expertise in um, international markets um, a lot of our financial services companies on this island across across all sectors deal internationally. Um, so we, we do attract business because of the um, the long-standing um, regulatory processes that we that we have in place. That's that's for sure. Um, we're also quite a um, a low-cost area to do business in, in terms of um, uh, salaries. Um, Business rental space, business rents. Um, you know, if if you compare to setting up a business in in the Isle of Man compared to to, to London or some of our other um, jurisdictions that we compete with, we're we're very cost effective base. So then, back to the the, the more general discussion about Isle of Man finance. The, one of the the, the 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 clever things that a politician will do is uh, they will. Isle of Man government has just done this. That they've introduced a 15-year strategy. Of course, they go to the election in four years' time, so it's quite difficult with a 15-year strategy to hold any of the the politicians to account because they can reasonably say, "Well, you know, uh, we're making some progress," and in, in another 10 years' time, you'll see the difference. 
what what specifically do you think uh, the, well what are the the objectives for the ne- next four years for uh, finance isle of man what what uh, what would be a success for the next four years for finance isle of man uh, in in four years time if you've managed to achieve what what would be the big thing yes uh, that's that's a good question um so um we need to protect and sustain the financial services economy on the Isle of Man as, as it stands today. Um, we do not want uh, to see any of our you know, large uh, employers uh, choosing to leave the island. So we need, we need to look after them, protect them, sustain them, and help them with any issues that, that they have. Um, so that would, that would be a, partly a success, absolutely. Um, secondly, um, we need to come up with new initiatives to stay ahead of the game. So in the last uh, five years, four, four times out of the last five years, we have won Best International Finance Centre Award with um, International Investment Magazine. And when we, when we put in our, um, our application for that award ne- each year, we have to put down you know, what, what we're planning to do what, and what we've achieved in the previous 12 months. And that focuses the, the mind because um, we get quite competitive when we're up against... Um, Jersey and Guernsey and Gibraltar and Malta, etc. Phil, so you know we're always on the lookout for keeping ahead of the game, and that is absolutely where the InsureTech project has, has come in. Um, coupled with that, we will be announcing shortly a fintech innovation challenge that is in um, combination with the Financial Services Authority and the digital agency within the department. So we're, we're, we're constantly on the on the front foot, coming up with, with new ideas. Um, so yeah, we, we want to attract new businesses here. We want to um, develop new ideas. We also, um, you know, are, look, are looking to collaborate more and more with um, our, our, our nearshore um, partners. So FinTech Scotland. Uh, we're also in conversation with InsureTech Ireland, FinTech Wales, InsureTech UK. You know, the, the people on our doorstep, we should be collaborating more with. Um, so that would be a success over the next three or four years to, to do more of that. And of course, it is really important uh, that Finance Isle of Man succeeds because uh, the, the proportions of the Manx economy which depend on it um, are, are really quite significant, aren't they? I mean, I mean, if you add up all the areas that Finance Isle of Man is responsible for, what roughly would you say the percentage of economic output uh, would be? It's around about 42%. Yeah. Um, ob- obviously, it's it's come down from the, the heady days of when we had sort of 45, 50 banks here. Uh, we're now down to 12 banks, but um, it's still a massive part of the economy. And I think sometimes people forget that. Um, it's a significant of employer, and also it's it's those it's the ad hoc businesses that uh, that benefit from that strong financial sector. You know, it's the 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 shops, the restaurants, the uh, the coffee shops. You know, um, all the suppliers to the big employers uh, that we have on the island. So yeah, it's it's probably a, a lot more in real terms than the forty two percent, but it's still highly significant. Well, I feel much better informed now than I, than I did. And uh, thank you very much for spending half an hour explaining the mysteries of Finance Isle of Man to the Manx public. 
Thank you very much, Phil. It's been a pleasure. The Manx finance industry has moved on significantly from the 1980s when it was likened to the Wild West. Despite its good international reputation, though, it remains very much dependent on the vagaries of international politics. How safe is this vital sector on which our economy and government is so reliant? For now, though, I'm Phil Gorn. Goramayu, thanks for listening.